podcast about living life a bit differently. We're Natalie and Daniel, a married couple from Tennessee. In 2015, we sold everything we owned, moved overseas, and we've been living the expat life ever since. Stick around to hear about our travel experiences, both good and bad, our expat adventures, and everything in between. Welcome back to another episode. Here we are. Here we go. All right. So today we thought we would do something just a little bit lighthearted and talk about travel, not travel to a specific place, but just what inspired us to travel. What did travel mean to us when we were younger? What does it mean to us now? Yeah. How it's changed our life completely, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I would like to say that as we record this podcast, we are having a wonderful Sour beer from Southern Grist. Yeah, in East Nashville. Yeah, in East Nashville. This one is called Hummingbird Cake. Yes. Yeah, and it's delicious. So shout out to Southern Grist. We love your beer and we wish we could have it all the time in the UAE. Yeah, can you ship some more to me somehow? Yeah, it's illegal, but we feel like you (laughs) could get around it somehow. Or you can just start selling it over here. Oh, even better. Yeah. Business idea. Okay, so let's talk about travel. So, as you know, we're from West Tennessee, smaller town, and, okay, just what was your idea of travel when you were younger, like when you were a kid? Oh, when I was a kid, it was definitely just going to see family. I mean, it wasn't like you were going on a Disney cruise or going to Disneyland or anything like that. It was like, load up in the car and you're going to see your grandparents, enjoy your holiday. (laughs) play a holiday for your parents to get rid well, of you all yeah definitely was that <laughs> but it wasn't like you know we were going to wonderful mississippi which anybody's <laughs> ever been to mississippi you realize it's not very wonderful i'm sure there are parts of it that are good there are some parts that are very nice but you know it's still mississippi well and like going to see your grandparents i'm sure that was a lot of fun especially oh, yeah. as a kid as a I kid loved, yeah i loved staying with my grandmother as a kid so yeah because me and my grandfather you know we'd hunt and fish and do all that stuff growing yeah. up and go out and spend all day on the on the river i mean i guess that's where it, one of my uh loves for being out on the water came from is was being with him out there for 12 14 hours a day yeah but that was your idea of like a vacation yeah was that okay so in my family we were blessed we did get to travel and it wasn't every single year that we went like some big fancy vacation. But when we did go on like a proper holiday, proper vacation, it was a big one. So I did get to go to Disney World a couple times. Did you times. meet Minnie? I probably did, yeah. yeah Goofy? No, oh, of course I met Goofy. Oh, you were already there then. <laughs> <laughs> um, the chipmunks were my favorite, Chip yeah. and Dale. Uh, not the Chippendales, Chip and Dale. I was a child. It, not the way that came out. Anyways, <laughs> just regular Disney World, not anything crazy. But I mean, it was amazing. And then when I was in seventh grade, my family went to Hawaii on vacation. But then, like outside of those big trips, the, the idea of vacation was going to see family in Ohio, going to see family in Texas, yeah, um, going to a football game in East Tennessee, staying in the Smoky Mountains. Yeah, we like, did a bunch of. Well, we didn't go to football games, but we. Went up to the Smoky Mountains, and I remember one time, I think we all went on this family vacation. When I say all, it's a lot of people. 
we went. In case to, you didn't know, Daniel is the youngest of seven. Yeah, so you know, it load up the the VW van. Yeah, I don't know what the small school bus to get everybody on there, and we went to Mammoth Cave one time. I do remember that. Oh, that's cool. So I would say, like, even though we didn't have a lot of international travel growing up, that like we still get, did get to have that those experiences of being somewhere out of your hometown. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it wouldn't. It would definitely wasn't like going to, you know, the Caribbean or to Rome or something like that. It was like, you know, you go to your grandparents' house or, you know, you may go spend two or three days up in the mountains in a cabin or something. Yeah. So, and my family, I know we, we went to the beach a few times growing up. I specifically remember going down to like Panama City, Florida. And then um, I, as I got older, like as a teenager, I did get to go to the Caribbean. If you're wondering if I was spoiled, yes. I probably was, but I appreciated it at the time. Still appreciate it now. And uh, I think that the main, for us, like the main thing growing up is that no one took like these constant holidays or weekend getaways. Like that really wasn't a thing or it doesn't, didn't seem like a thing. No, I definitely didn't know anybody that, you know, went off on lavish holidays. I mean, I remember being a kid, and I got to go to Boston with a friend of mine to see his family, and I thought that was pretty amazing. Yeah, I mean, that's a huge distance, like, between Tennessee. West, West Tennessee, Boston, yeah. Massachusetts. But but I think now it's become much more normal to just say, like, oh, hey, we're doing a long weekend in Denver, or we're doing a bachelor party in Vegas, or, oh, you know, going for New York, going to New York for a short while. Yeah, because, like I said, none of that was... I mean, and I never even thought about doing that when I was younger. Uh, I remember being, I don't know, I was probably 15, 16 maybe. I don't even know. And it was the first time I ever saw the beach, you know. And yeah. it's eight hours away from where we live. Driving distance. Yeah, driving. Yeah. yeah, so I think, I don't know if it was the case for everybody from that generation in our area or if it was... I have no idea like what other people's experiences were except for those who were directly around me because of course back then we didn't have the internet you couldn't see what people were constantly doing or where they were going no not unless somebody wrote a letter or a postcard you got it <laughs> yeah, from true you know. yeah. and I did have an uncle and aunt that lived in Hawaii and you know it was pretty neat growing up getting you know like once a month they would send us a postcard from somewhere in the islands they had been which was pretty neat to see as a kid yeah, I mean, that it would probably feel like seeing it in National Geographic magazine or something because it's so exotic. Yeah. Right? So um, so I would say I definitely grew up with a love of having new experiences and trying new things and being adventurous. And I think you did too. Whether it was you know, like racing motorcycles or going camping oh, in yeah. Fall Creek Falls or something like that. Like, but you really loved having those like adventurous experiences. And I think for me that it's like the gateway to having the travel bug. Yeah, I mean, I always, and I still do, I love being outside, I love being outdoors. But, I mean, there was nothing neater than going to Fall Creek Falls, which is, I don't know, what, three hours from where we live. And we would go spend, you know, two or three days just hiking and camping. And, like, literally you're sleeping on whatever you're carrying and you're eating whatever you carried. Yeah. So those are travel experiences, just not what we may think of now no. as travel experiences. So what would you say, like, what trip was it for you that really got you hooked on, oh, man, like, this is what I want to do. I want to travel as much as possible. 
I don't know if there was just like one trip that I can say just like, oh, yeah. But I think when we went to St. Lucia on our honeymoon, you mm. see how big the world is and how you can go to a different country and you're completely welcome, safe, and people treat you like, like you're a god. Because, I mean, while we were in there, I did not meet anybody that I thought that was, you know, a savory person or anything like that. Everybody treated us like we were family. Yeah. They were so welcoming. I loved that trip. It was, I mean, obviously our honeymoon, so really memorable, but St. Lucia was such a warm, friendly place. Yeah. And absolutely stunning. That was some of the, I mean, I've probably said this a thousand times, but some of the prettiest water you've ever seen. Yeah. So I think for me, I did get to go to the um, British Virgin Islands a couple of times before we got married. And for me those trips really sparked like like the tropical feel of the islands and that actual island time where you cannot get in a hurry because no one's going to care if you're in a hurry or not no they do not you'd be like i have been sitting here for 45 minutes waiting for food oh they don't care it's it's coming man it's coming yeah it's gonna like oh well yeah they they're not bothered no And and it's nice to like as from like the life we had in america to be forced to slow down and to be chill. But I think for me, like that initiated it. But then also when we were first married, we used to take like weekend getaways, maybe once every few months, if we could just to Nashville or to Memphis, something within a couple hours. Cause we didn't have a lot of time, didn't have a lot of money. And I think just seeing that you could stay in a city or out in the country, just a couple hours from your house, it could still be like a holiday or a vacation yeah, I and, mean, and we always stayed in, like, different places. Yeah, it's like going to different areas of Nashville or Middle Tennessee, East Tennessee. For me, that it made travel seem more accessible. Yeah, when you just, I mean, and I think a little, a lot of it when uh, Airbnbs came uh, about and started being popular is that, you know, you could just rent a house somewhere for what you can rent a hotel room for, and then you've got all of the amenities of home. Yeah. And then, you know, you pick and choose in what part of the city you want, and you just go stay for a night or two. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And I think growing up, I had this idea that, not just an idea, this is what it was like at the time in America, it could still be for a lot of people, is that you don't have a lot of vacation time. No, you don't. So people save up all year to go take a one or two week vacation, to and, the to the same place that they went the last five years, and you know, I, I think it, that's what people definitely they still do that now. Like a lot of people that we know, and that there's nothing wrong with that no. because then you know exactly what to expect. You're you know you're going to have a good time. You know your food's going to be good. You know the beach is going to be great. For but for me, like I like to have new experiences and check out places I've never been before. Uh, but yeah, I think this idea of you work all year to have one or two weeks off. Yeah, you work 50 weeks a year just to get two weeks off. Yeah, and then, you know, if you're a homeowner or have other responsibilities in those two weeks off, it's like, oh, we need to do this to the house or the yard or whatever. So you end up not spending your vacation time as an actual vacation. Yeah, you don't prioritize it to go relax, unplug, get away from everything. You just kind of like, well, I can take a week off work. Excuse me. I can get caught up on stuff that... That, that I've, you know, not been able to do because I've been so busy for work or, you know, instead of going like on a proper holiday, you can just like, oh, well, 
let's take the kids and go spend, you know, two or three days with grandparents or whatever, instead of like literally going and unplugging and enjoying yourself. Yeah. I think you actually just hit the nail on the head. You said you didn't prioritize travel. No. And I think that's been the biggest shift for me is that, or for us is that we have actually made travel a priority in our lives. And so if you make something a priority, you make it happen, right? Yeah. So you save for it, you budget, you plan a, for you budget it, accordingly, you plan your time around it. And we are lucky that we, you know, we've worked really hard to be where we are now living in the UAE, living abroad. And when we have a long weekend or a week off or two weeks off. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, Hey, you know, when, Especially right now, you have to do a lot more research of, you know, what countries you can get into because of COVID. And inshallah, that's going to go away one day. But, you know, it used to be that you just like, all right, Nat's got two weeks off work or Nat's got a four-day weekend. It's kind of like, all right, what was in five hours? Yeah, what's within a five-hour flight? That we've not been to and that we want to go see. And I don't think there's really any place that we've been to that we wouldn't go back to, but... It's kind of hard now to say, all right, do I want to spend the, the money to go back to the same place or do I want to spend the money and go see something completely different? Yeah. Something completely different. We we tend to always choose seeing something completely different. However, there's almost every place we've been, I would go back or go back to that country, but go to a different area. Yeah, a different area. Because obviously if you're only there for a week, you can't see You everything. can't see everything, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think you nailed it when you said we didn't prioritize travel and now we do. And that's been the biggest shift. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you just got to like look forward and forward and uh, make it happen. Because if you don't make it happen, it won't happen. I think for a long time before we moved abroad, especially, I kind of thought that like one day I want to go to Europe and one day I want to do this and one day I want to have the money to do that instead of saying what can I do right now to make that happen within X amount of time yeah so if I want to take a trip around Europe for a month in a year two years I need to start planning right now and saving my money and arranging my time and figuring out how to prioritize that trip that I want to take yeah and you know it used to be like when we were in the states it's kind of like all right we want to do this. We want to, you know, go see, you know, Ireland, Scotland, and this, that, and other. And it would be like, all right, we're going to do that when we're retiring. I was like, you know, when's retirement? I don't want to wait till I retire because you're not guaranteed that time and you're exactly. not guaranteed your health. Like, obviously, we try to, you know, take care of ourselves, but anything could happen. Yeah. I mean, who knows what could happen? I mean, you could be hit by a car walking across the street. That's very true. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But I'm just saying, but you know, yeah. anything could happen. So once we moved abroad, it's just kind of like, you know, hey, let's. Let's make the most of it. Yeah, let's make the most of it. And we have picked some countries that we really wanted to go to. And we have gone to them. And then we still have a, a very long list of other countries we want to go to. Yeah, it's the entire world. <laughs> yeah, that I mean, is our list. Not made it to. So. Yeah, so I I think prioritizing planning making an action plan like to really make travel happen even if you're on a limited budget even if you have limited time yeah but i mean you can still make it happen even if you're on a limited budget and like i said you know we we try to prioritize travel over a lot of things but even if you are in the u.s or wherever you can take you know ten dollars ten pounds ten euros and put it away a week yeah and if you do that for a year you have a very nice travel fund yeah, absolutely. So, and we're not saying that you should like forsake your regular bill payment or anything like that <laughs> and prioritize travel. Although, for me, 
traveling seems better than having having bills yeah way better yeah. i was gonna say having electricity but yeah. i kind of, kind of need that so can somebody just pay me to travel yeah that would be fantastic no mm. not figured that one out yet no but i also think that there's a lot more options now for people who can work remotely or who can work remotely part-time that you could do slow travel go somewhere set up for a month as long yeah. as you have good internet connection you could work remotely and then in your off time you're in a new destination so you're traveling you're exploring you're adventuring and you're working during your assigned work hours or or, or accomplishing your task however your company is set up and i think there's a lot more options especially since covid people have realized like oh working remote is possible and it can actually save a lot of companies money but i'm going i'm going off on a tangent here this is a different topic well not only that it can save them money i mean they're they're not having rent office spaces pay utilities and so forth and so on <laughs> I don't laugh at me. But I mean, uh and like she said, there are so many different companies that are allowing people to do, you know, whatever from abroad as long as you can get it done. Uh I know several people that, that do the slow travel thing where they'll go they'll pick a country and they'll go like, All right, I'm gonna go for a month and you know in that month's time, they'll pick out the next country to go to, and they just slowly work themselves around. Which is, oh, you know who did who did this before? Our good old friends, Alan Leanne. Yeah, Alan Leanne did that. Then they got stuck for a year. I right. mean, not stuck. They, they chose. I think to, they chose to stay. Yeah, they, they did chose. get stuck for a bit. Yeah. Where was it? Slovenia, Slovakia. Yeah, one of those. Slovenia, I think. But I mean, Alan Leanne, can you please comment and let us know where you were stuck? <laughs> They're from the Sideways Life podcast. Podcast, yeah. Um, but yeah, that I, I love that idea of slow travel. And I hope that one day that's what we can do is be in a position where we can work remotely and be able to live a month here, two weeks there. And then if we like someplace, stay for a bit. Yeah, and that's, the, and that's one cool thing about it. If you are able to do it is that uh, you can just be like, oh, I really enjoy it here. I said I was going to be here for a month. I think I'll stay for another month and see, you know, you don't have to stay in the exact same spot or the exact same city, but you can move around the country yeah. and see it a little bit more. There is another guy that we follow on uh, Instagram, I do believe, and he's been slow traveling around the world. And I think this is his 10th year of doing it. And he just completed every country in the world that he could get into, which I think is pretty impressive. He's from the U.S., right? Yeah, he's from the U.S. I can't remember exactly where. Yeah, but that, I mean, that is the dream. Ten years of slow traveling around the world. How amazing could that be? Yeah, imagine what you would learn, what you would see, the people you could connect with. Yeah, yeah, he was here in, uh, in Dubai a few months ago, and we just couldn't make things because we tried to meet up. We talked a little bit on Instagram and uh, just couldn't make things work out, work out to where we could get together, which I really hated. He had a very busy, a busy schedule while he was here. Yeah, especially now that he's he's quite famous. Oh, he's so, very famous. Uh, you know, he has a lot of sponsored things that he has to get done while he's traveling these days. Yeah. But, but yeah, I think for me, like that's the way that I would like to go in the future is slow travel with some remote work. Yeah. Actually, what I would love to do is not work at all and just travel, but yeah. travel costs money. So Somebody's you know. got to fund it. Yeah. I can only get two kidneys, so I can only sell those. So for me, the travel bug is stronger than ever. And when we were in lockdown because of COVID, 
starting in 2020 and travel was just not allowed at all like even within our country even within our emirate that was really difficult and honestly yeah, we got we got a custom of traveling at least once a month somewhere yeah even if it was just to dubai for a weekend or Russell Kaima in the northern emirates to go hiking or you know over to oman for a weekend like it was yeah it was hard for what was it 18 months yeah we didn't travel for almost 18 months and i know that like that sounds very entitled or privileged but that was that was our life yeah and i'm, I'm not saying that we had it so bad during covid because we absolutely did not but but when something like that's taken away from you it's it's hard to to not do it yeah it's a it's definitely an adjustment and but instead of like the travel bug dying out for me it was just fueled even stronger and so yeah because when we came out it's kind of like all right where can we go yeah no, seychelles all right we got a quarantine 10 days it don't matter if they say i got a quarantine for a month when i get back yeah, we're going, I'm, to, I'm seychelles. going to the seychelles yeah so that was our first that was an amazing first trip to be like first yeah, time back a, out of the yeah, country had a quarantine oh man that was amazing but yeah, so I just think for me, the travel bug is not going anywhere anytime soon. And I don't even want to think of it as a bug. Like, travel for us is more of a lifestyle choice now. Yeah, it's a way of life. And for, and for a lot of people, you know, like, that's not something that they want. And that's totally okay. We are all different. We're all created differently. We have different interests and hobbies, likes and dislikes. But for us, that is something that is extremely important. Yeah. And I'm excited to see where we go next. Yeah, and that's what we've been trying to figure out here lately is where is the next big trip going to be? So we have a couple weeks break coming up um, in our schedule, and we're going to travel somewhere, and we really need to decide where because it's coming up very soon. Yeah, so we can book flights and maybe somewhere to stay. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Sure. Figure we'll figure out. that out. Yeah, inshallah. But yeah, the biggest thing is just figuring out flights. You can always find somewhere to stay. It's not that difficult. Nah, be all right. But yeah, so I'm looking forward to more travel with you. Oh, I'm looking definitely. forward to, honestly, lifelong travels and adventuring, having new experiences. And I, I really hope that we can inspire others to want to travel or to maybe travel through through our eyes. Like if they're not able to travel, like I hope we can bring, I hope we can shed some light on some like interesting places and cultures, traditions, foods that people may not go to. Yeah. And if anybody has an idea where we should travel that we've not been to. Let us know. We'll yeah, try it. I absolutely. Mean, inshallah, we'll try it. If you've been somewhere that you just think is a really unique destination, if you could let us know, or if you want to come on the podcast and talk about your experience through travel, what it taught you, what it's meant to you, your dreams for your destinations where you would like to go, we would love to hear from you. Yeah. Or you just think you got a good idea or something you want to share to our listeners, just let us know. Yeah. So. And and honestly, can I say, like, we would love to hear from our listeners. So if you could message us on, you can comment on the podcast itself, like on Apple Podcast or on Google Podcast, or you could message us on Instagram at Our Wayward Life. You can send us an email, ourwaywardlife at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you and let us know what you would like to hear on the podcast. Yeah. How would you like to see this podcast go? Yeah, that would be fun. That would be fun. All right. Well, here's to more traveling. Yeah. Cheers to that. I will always cheers to more traveling. Always. See y'all. Bye. Thanks so much for joining us today. If you enjoyed the episode, please subscribe, share it on social media, give us a rating and leave a review. These really help us. Follow and connect with us on Instagram at Our Wayward Life and reach out to us with any questions either through social media or email at ourwaywardlife at gmail.com.
Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.